0: That means that we would have to do exactly the right amount of time, which we've never actually done.
1: Okay, let's go. Okay. okay. Well, we have an extra five minutes. We can do two. Sorry, let's go. Okay, here
0: we go. You ready? Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm always nervous about
0: this part. I know, right? It's just such a it's jarring. <laughs> Three, it's a jarring th- contrast. Two,
1: one, action.
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the St. Paul's Cathedral Faith to Go podcast, your one-stop shop for everything you need to have faith discussions throughout your week, with your friends, with your family, at home, and uh, throughout your life. My name is David Tremaine. I'm the Director of Outreach and Faith Formation here at St. Paul's Cathedral in sunny San Diego.
2: And my name is Maya Little Sonia, and I am the Youth Minister also here in
1: San Diego, which is also sunny at the same time. And I'm Jackie Pippin, I'm the Digital Resource Curator at St. Paul's Cathedral, but located in snowy Japan. <laughs> <laughs> we did that on purpose to spite you. So
0: snowy, isn't it's it? It's
1: so snowy, it won't end.
0: When was the first snow of the year, you think?
1: First snow of the year was in early November.
0: Ugh. Wow.
1: Wow. Yeah. And we don't think our our last frost won't be till probably April 20th. Oh, boy. That's That's what their predictions are. But so our guest room, you know, is turning into quite the greenhouse. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Greenhouse. And I'm ready for them to be moved outside.
0: Yeah. I bet they're ready to be moved outside, too.
1: Yeah. They want some real sunlight and real warm. That's
0: right. So here we are uh, in the week of April 8th, um, which is Easter 2, year B. Um, So that is a reminder to us all that Easter, just like Christmas, isn't just one day. Easter is a whole season. Uh, So it's a whole 50 days of Easter leading up to Pentecost, which means 50 days. Uh, and so Easter Day was Easter 1, and so this is the Sunday after Easter and technically called Easter 2. And just like every week our faith to go resources are based on the gospel reading, which is John 20:19 to 31. So Maya's going to read the gospel and then we're going to take some time to discuss it and highlight some important things that we that we hear in the gospel reading for today. So Maya's going to read John
2: Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails in my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them.
0: Uh, the very end of John chapter 20, and then chapter 21 starts the next verse, and then chapter 21 is the last chapter in John. So you can see how we are moving into this season of Easter now dealing with all of the implications of Easter Day. So this is all the the fallout, all the follow-up to them finding an empty tomb and Jesus being risen on the day of Easter. So it says, when it was evening on that day, the first day of the week. So they're talking... If we celebrate Easter on the first day of the week, which means that Mary and the apostles, they all went to the tomb on the Sunday following the Friday that Jesus died in the morning and found it empty. This is that night that this is happening. So it's the same day, the first day of the week, but in the evening. So in John's gospel, this is the first encounter between Jesus and the disciples because the Easter reading from John is the disciples and Mary running to the tomb and then the disciples seeing the tomb empty and then running away and Mary staying back and then looking in the tomb and then turning around and seeing Jesus standing there. So the disciples only know that Jesus has risen. They haven't yet seen him. And so this is the first time they're seeing him. So, uh we're going to each highlight one thing um that we hope uh, you all take into account as you have your discussions throughout the week uh, based on the Faith to Go resources. So Maya's going to start us off with hers.
2: So as David will tell you, my initial reaction to Jesus breathed on them was, ew, gross, <laughs> Jesus, don't breathe on me. Um, <laughs> and after further examination with Jackie and David, I've come to the conclusion that <laughs> it's actually a good thing that he breathed on them And that what it really means is what he was doing as he was breathing onto them where he's like received the Holy Spirit and this energy that was coming from him. It was almost like a blessing and like a a commission of sorts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like go forth with this kind of breath you've received. And it's and as David pointed out, it's kind of like John's version of uh, Pentecost Mm -hmm. in a way Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit coming upon the disciples.
0: Yeah, because at the end of—so, like, Luke and Acts um, are understood to have the same writer. So the Gospel of Luke and the Gospel of Acts were both written by this person we call Luke. And so in Acts, Jesus sends the Holy Spirit on the community, and there's all the the tongues of fire and things like that, and speaking in tongues. Just like Guy Fieri's T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And then in Matthew, there's the Great Commissioning, where Jesus says to his disciples, go into all the world and and preach the gospel and, you know, bring the good news uh, that I've taught you. And then here, this is like a combo Great Commissioning Pentecost. I got it right. Yeah, because... (laughs) A twofer? Yeah, because Jesus says, Jesus said to them, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit right? So it's like, yeah, so it's that. It's Jesus saying, I am risen, this has happened, and now this transition is marking you going out into the world and continuing this work.
2: And something else that uh, was observed was um, that, you know, the process of breathing is that you breathe oxygen in and you release um, carbon dioxide. But Mm -hmm. With Jesus, it was like he was breathing in, like, something pretty normal and mundane and also, like, kind of the tension of what happened, like, the stress of that mm. day and, and mm. taking it in and releasing something that was life-giving and amazing and joyful mm-hmm. um, because that was just really freaked him out, you know, seeing Jesus and the doors are locked and, you know, all the aftermath, like David had said, the repercussions of Jesus being risen.
0: Yeah, because yeah, you're absolutely right. And it said he he makes it very clear. He says two times peace be with you.
2: Like calm down.
0: And when they're in there, they are it says they're they were there f- out of fear. So it's like mm-hmm. Jesus is like entering into the room, breathing in the fear and breathing out peace. <laughs> you know. And that's kind of cool. When you said before, kind of like a tree. Yeah, I were the you same laughing? way that I think you're okay. right. It's yeah. like the same way that a tree breathes in Something carbon dioxide for us. and breathes out oxygen so that right. we can survive. Jesus is breathing in the fear and not like pretending that it doesn't exist or taking it away, but that within in the risen Christ, fear turns into peace. Right. That's pretty cool.
2: Cellular respiration.
1: <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, and
1: I, and I do think that's a model for how we can choose to live our lives. hmm Um, You know what? What are we? What are what are little things that we are doing? That's choosing to put more joy and hope into the world. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think that my the thing I want to highlight I think follows right from what you're saying because it also directly follows Maya's because it says um, Jesus said to them again, "Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, so I send you." When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. So I was really intrigued by this forgiving and retaining thing. And mm-hmm. especially because it's packaged in with this commissioning. The The gospel writers highlight words by Jesus for a reason. And Jesus says things for a reason. And... What Jesus in this little snippet says, "I give you the Holy Spirit. I send you out, and your, and in here it's saying, and the thing I want to highlight for you as I send you out is forgiveness. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and and so I looked up these words because I really wanted to know what it means. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I looked up the word forgive, and the Greek word is afiemi. So the, the word afiemi is translated as forgive, but it, it literally means to let go of, like to release. To,
2: to exhale. Mm. To re,
0: yeah, to exhale. Kind of, yeah. That's exactly right. I hadn't thought of that until you just said that. So it's, so it's release. So if you release the sins of any, they are released to them. They are released from them.
2: And with retain, if you retain,
0: thio. so that word retain is krateo and it means to hold on to. Okay, so there's like, so these are the opposite. These are the, this is the spectrum. You have release or hold on to. Take hold of. Mm. Hold fast. Like grip it really tightly. And what I like about it is it says, if you forgive sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But it doesn't say retained by whom. It doesn't say it's, they're yeah. retained by them.
2: No, you're the one who. And reads to it.
0: me, the implication then, what I read into that is, what you release other people from, you are released of, and what you try to make other people retain, you're the one retaining it. I just think it, and I think it just says so much about what it means to Jesus for them to receive the Holy Spirit. You know, it's mm. when he... as the Father has sent me, so I send you, release, receive the Holy Spirit. Now that you've received the Holy Spirit, if you forgive sins of any, they are forgiven them. You have the power to forgive. We all do. Right. Every one of us has the power to forgive. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. We all have the power to retain the resentments instead Mm -hmm. in the face of not forgiving. And it's our choice. And we have been given that power as children of God, as people breathed on by Jesus, as people that walk with the risen Christ next to us, all of us do, because there's death and resurrection in all of our lives. And so as this Holy Spirit is breathed on us, as we walk with it, we're all given the option to release the sins of others and our own or to hold on to them, and it's, and it's up to us. And, and I, my experience is the more I hold on to, the more painful it is. And the Mm. more I release, the more I feel released from them. So,
2: developmentally for children and teens and stuff, it's really a really important message about like releasing and expressing yourself in positive ways, but also um, like forgiving people and that it's like you. I mean, you can retain those things. No one's making you forgive anyone or else won't be sincere. Mm-hmm. Like, when you make someone apologize, like, say it like you mean it. Like, no, like, you can't, I can't make you mean it. Mm-hmm. But it's only going to hurt you in the long run if you're still mad about certain mm-hmm. things. For little kids and then for older kids, it's, like, appropriately releasing your emotions.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And just one, then the last thing I would say about it is, like, that, it's just I like that it implies that the Holy Spirit is the main player in this forgiveness thing. It's like the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is the thing that's present, that is driving your ability to be because we've been forgiven. Forgive. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and I think the notion of Jesus leading by example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, these are these are the people that also just crucified him, mm-hmm. um, and they as a and yet he is here on earth letting out that forgiveness and breathing out on them instead of holding it in and being upset about it. Yeah.
0: Keeping of him. like all the people of all the people in this situation, it seems like Jesus has the most claim to some kind of resentment <laughs> for right. what just like, happened. Peter, You denied me
2: three times. Come on, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like right. Right. he never says that. Like, where were y'all like at the foot of the cross? None of you were yeah. there. None of you showed up, but
0: yeah. Yeah. It's always forgiveness. Yeah. So, Jackie, what's yours?
1: Um, mine, so, as I think is talked about every year when this happens, the fact that Thomas gets a bad rap yeah. for being the doubter. Poor Thomas. Um, <laughs> Poor Thomas. He doesn't even know. Uh, <laughs> He
2: didn't even show up. Like, he was just there at the wrong time. He's like, what I miss?
1: Yeah, he was there at the wrong That's time. The other Man, thing. Here's the thing. Jesus... Showed the disciples in the room the wounds in his hands and the wounds in his side. So it's not like they they didn't get to experience that so that they could believe. So I think they're. I bet they were also kind of jerks about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, it says they were there in fear. It's not like they were like, "Oh, Jesus right. is risen. We're doing great." They're right, all scared. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But anyway. Think, yeah. Um, Thomas. I think is really brave because I think he is a part of this group and this peer group and you know, they're, they're doing this relatively new thing. Uh, They don't have a lot of support from the community around them. (laughs) And so, so this is his community. And if he loses this community, he, he doesn't have a lot. Um, And yet even in that he had to find the courage to be able to question what they were saying and you know i think that really points to a round and deep faith Mm. to be able to question what we believe in to be able to voice those opinions uh just allow deeper conversations about what we're experiencing and what our faith means to us and and the depth that is involved in that, and the in the humanity that's involved in that. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's I, I love that about Thomas. I think it makes him feel a lot more real, especially to me. I'm I would feel like I'm a doubter. Yeah. Um and and I think that's something that's very relatable.
0: Yeah. And I I do I love that that um I do I love that interaction between Jesus and Thomas. I don't know, I don't, it doesn't seem like Jesus is trying to shame him for not believing. He's he, just like, yeah, come he, he doesn't walk in and say, shame on you, Thomas, and then walks out. He comes in and, and, and provides Thomas with what Thomas needs, what Thomas has asked for, you know. Just like Jesus said people would. If you seek, you will find. If you knock, the door mm-hmm. will be opened. Je- Thomas says, I need to see him, and I need to put my hands in his wounds. And Jesus says, here I am, put your hands in my wounds and i think that's really amazing an amazing witness to to the support that we have the support that we have by, um mm-hmm. in that resurrection
2: and i think that's also developmentally important important for kids like if if you don't get what your friends are into or you want some clarification or you're just like doubting things you know ask for clarification and you'll get it right. so
0: he also is. He also makes clear his needs in the face of of pushback on those needs. Yeah, that's Of saying, true. you know what, I want to believe this, but I I need this, this, and this in order to be comfortable.
2: And that's important. Yeah. Like so many of us are tired. Like, yeah, it's hard to say yeah. clearly what we need. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. kind
0: of cool. We also, when uh, Maya and I were talking about this before, we. Um, Whenever this story comes up, the other thing I always think of is, like, what else did Thomas do? You right. Because Thomas really only gets mentioned in the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, uh, in the calling of the 12 stories, if, if at all. And he shows up three different times in John, so at the end. But the the thing is, he also has this cool part in the, in the story of Lazarus. Uh, so Lazarus dies. I'm just going to read the end of it. Uh, then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake I am glad I was not there, so that you may be, may believe. But let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we might might die with him. So, I don't know, Thomas is saying some cool stuff. Thomas
2: was the real (laughs) one. And, like,
0: has some legit faith. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, if this was the only story that Thomas had, it would be Thomas the Faithful instead of Doubting Thomas. It might be Faithful Thomas, you know?
2: That's his name, and it's so sad. But
0: it just, it goes to show that every one of us is this mix of faith and doubt, and that's the best thing to, that is what it's all about. It's like, that's who we all are.
2: And don't let labels define you because yeah. you really, he really wasn't only doubting Thomas. And mm-hmm. if he believed what everyone had said, then then he wouldn't be who he was.
0: Yeah. Like, does that sound like a doubting Thomas? Let us go also that we may die with him. No. Let us go also. That, that is we may die someone with that him. was willing to put all in. Right. That's someone that has bought into this whole death and resurrection thing. <laughs> it was like following Jesus, mm-hmm. knows what's going on. And still, in the face of trauma and fear. We have doubt, and that's what happens, and that's yeah. and that's okay, and that's okay. So it sounds, it seems like the three things we have highlighted uh, for this gospel are um, the the. I like that first one of Jesus bringing peace from fear, and that that breathing, that kind of transformation of fear to peace that Jesus offers. Um, The second one is about forgiveness and the role of the Holy Spirit in forgiving and the choice that we have of holding on or letting go, as presented to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Jackie's about the bravery of doubting, which is so beautiful and true. Mm -hmm. And so we hope that you hold on to those three things uh, this week and keep them in mind as you have your conversations. So having had those discussions, uh, Maya is going to read the gospel again and... Uh, it's, it's John's gospel, chapter 20, verses 19 to 31.
2: When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week and the doors, of the house where the disciples had met were locked for the fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. After he said this, this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, "Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained." But Thomas, who was called the Twin, one of the twelve, was not with them. And then Jesus, and when Jesus came, so the other disciples told him, "We have seen the Lord." But he said to them, "Unless I see the mark on the of the nails in his hands, I put my finger in the mark of the nails." And my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe.
0: Thanks, Maya. All right, that is a wrap for Easter 2, Year B, uh, and for this week's podcast. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure to go check out all of the faith to go resources. You can find them all at www.stpaulcathedral.org slash faith2go. You can follow us on Instagram at faith to go and make sure to go to the website and sign up for our weekly email that uh, will remind you of all the resources and that has all of the resources in it for you to use throughout your day while you're on the go, because we know you all are. Thank you to uh, Maya and to Jackie. And
1: for Jackie and David. And to Maya and David. Wow, wow. so nice. Wow, so funny. We're just patting each other on we'll the
0: be We'll be back in your feed next Sunday, April 15th. And we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.